Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Now it's time for Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. Today's tech today, or tomorrow's tech today, whichever you want. A quick roundup of what's happening in the world of sci, futurism, tech, mad stuff that's going on. And first and foremost, has Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible famous actor, has he joined TikTok? If you've seen him pop up on your feed, uh, has he joined? I'm going to play this quick video for you. What's up, TikTok? You guys cool if I play some sports? Love it. Works for the audio experience. No. As much as the momentum. Hey, listen up, sports and TikTok fans. If you like what you're seeing, just wait till what's coming next. <laughs> now, I think if you're listening to that, it doesn't really, really sound too much like Tom Cruise. Yeah, but when you watch the video. So that is um, Tom Cruise's. Sh- popped up on TikTok but it's a deep fake Tom Cruise the video is pretty much perfect perfect so if you don't know what a deep fake is it's it's basically where it's like a Snapchat filter for want of a better word it takes a celebrity's face and puts it on yours and then it transforms you into looking like it yeah this guy is a Tom Cruise impersonator on TikTok and he's done it uh, the accent isn't too bad the mannerisms are kind of okay but fooled a lot of people into thinking that Tom Cruise had joined uh, TikTok, but he hasn't. It's just a, a deep fake that's going to start causing chaos in the future. That is terrifying because, like I said, I genuinely wouldn't have known that wasn't him. The facial expressions are perfect. There's wrinkles perfect. on the face. You're looking at his face and you're like, yeah. that would 100% be him. Like previously, some of the filters, it, they look computerized and they look a bit dodgy, but they're getting better. Like you even showed me, do you remember the one that you changed your. You can now make photos move. Yes. The it's singing so, faces. Yeah, and I was stuff. showing you my brother singing some song in, in a photo that I, I yeah, had just yeah, put up. Um, yeah, they're really weird. That's a really good app that's going around. What's the name of that app do you can't what remember? Is the name? It is insanely good. But yeah. there's a fake Tom Cruise doing the round. The account, if you want to have a look at how crazy this is, if you're not driving at the moment and when you get home later on, mm. have a look at this. It's just a deep fake Tom Cruise. Uh, sorry, it's just deep Tom Cruise. Deep like, Tom Cruise. Deep yeah. Tom Cruise. Got about a, you know a million likes, but it's it's crazy good. The, the audio not so good. You listen to now, but um, when you watch it, you wouldn't. Oh, really know. yeah, you're just like, my god, that is scary good. So there's going to be so many more. On the one hand, there's going to be so much fake news with this. Yeah. But then I imagine as well, people 
like scumbags who get themselves into awkward situations will be able to be like oh no that, that was a deepfake I didn't do that that's a deepfake See, that's the worry they're going to get yeah. away with stuff or you're going to get people to do things that yeah. they would never do and people will be convinced it's them doing it yeah because you can't really tell the difference so if you are on TikTok and just want to kind of well worth a watch deep Tom Cruise deep uh, a deep fake of Tom Cruise look the exact image of him uh, also as well holidays who doesn't want a holiday right now I would do anything to go on holiday right now. Absolutely anything. Would you Would you burn your car out? I would, yeah. I'd go down and burn it out if you let me go to the airport to go on a plane. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, just if Aer Lingus is listening, get involved. <laughs> we'll set our car on fire and you send her out on holiday. Um, no, it, I, everyone is obviously dying for a holiday and still got absolutely no idea when you're going to be able to get away. Yeah. But in 2025, a hotel is going to begin construction in space. Now this is weird. A hotel in space. How is it going to work? Um, it's going to work. It's called the Voyager Station Hotel. There's going to be restaurants, a cinema, a spa and rooms for 400 people. And the way it's going to work is it's not going to be completely floating all over the place. Yeah. So they're going to have one of those outer spinny around rings that'll generate some sort of fake gravity. So it'll be apparently like moon gravity. So it'll be, there's some gravity on the moon. You can jump and you won't fly away. It'll bring it back down. So there will be gravity on this thing. Um, but I wonder where you feel nauseous. I'm sure there's probably a place you could go to where you would feel zero gravity. You could go to like the zero gravity bar and your drink would be floating through the air. You're like, imagine. <gasps> I'd, love to, I'd love to try it out, but I think I'd be too scared. Yeah, when, once you're there, you're fine. It's just getting yeah, out of... yeah, yeah. Out of Earth and into Earth is the same thing. But this is ridiculous. In in 50, 60, 70 years' time, space holidays will be the norm. It's just be, where are you going? Oh, I'm, I'm going to space. There'll be uh, Irish bars on the moon. It'd be like when we were younger. like To, to be able to go to America, to Disneyland, was such a big deal. Do you know? Because yeah. it was so expensive. So now the rich people will be going there on their holidays. They'll be going to space on their holidays. So it's called the Voyager Station Hotel. It's going to be... They're going to start construction on this in 2025. But I was thinking... Obviously, always drink responsibly, but being drunk in space oh is probably a hell of a lot safer than being drunk on Earth. Well, I don't think so, because if something goes wrong and you get yourself into a heap and you need to go to hospital... Listen, there are downsides, okay? You puke. You are done. The puke doesn't go on the floor. The puke floats towards your friends and no one knows where to go, right? That's an issue. But think about it. One of the problems with people getting uh, boldly irresponsible and intoxicated yeah. is that they can fall and whack their head. Or if they get into a bar brawl, yeah, it's not really the punches. It's when they crack their head off the counter, or when uh, if you're in space, you can't fall. I wonder would you feel it quicker? Probably. There's nothing if you're on an airplane. There's difference yeah. in the blood pressure. I wonder if you would get hammered quicker in like, space. On like one point, you'd be just. But you wouldn't fall. You'd never hit your head. You know, this is what I'm thinking. Like it would be way safer. It'd but be like an adult playground. Choke in your sleep or something. You 100%, know, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, because that w- it would be coming out and then going back in. Uh, you, listen, you don't want to be getting so drunk that you're getting sick ever, no, and especially no. not in space. But I'm just saying, if you're getting a bit tipsy, you can't really fall over in zero gravity. I'd say it would feel weird. <laughs> kind of amazing. And then you freak out. You're like, oh my God, what's going on? I don't know what's happening. But there you go. You could be taking a holiday to space sooner rather than later. Book yourself in Voyager Station Hotel, 400 people. Would you go? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Would love to go. Absolutely love to go. Um, so that's on the way, sooner rather than later. Next, a paralysed man has broken another record. He has walked 100 miles in a robotic exoskeleton. I love this. I love when I hear these stories. So he's still technically paralysed, but he has got a like mechanical yeah. exoskeleton scoot, s- suit thing. He ran, this gentleman, Simon, kindly sides, 
Kindly Sides. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the surname correctly, but uh, he did the London Marathon back in 2018, and now for raising money for the their health service over there, did 112 miles in a month. So he strapped himself on and travelled about four or five miles every single day using kind of the the hand poles and the robotics. But uh, able to move, which is amazing. Like yeah. able to to get up and actually partake in, in something like that. Yeah. So he used this exoskeleton, this kind of uh, second body, to get around the place. And raised a huge amount of money for doing it. But really good news, I suppose, for people who might be mm. paralysed and, and uh, wanting to get more mobile. Because I think that's the that's the thing. Now, not that you don't care about not being able to use your legs. Not being able yeah. to get yourself around and not having that independence. So uh, that's great news. He did 100 miles in an exoskeleton suit. He's done the London Marathon before. Um, but that is now obviously a record. The longest distance travelled. 112 miles and he's completely paralysed from the waist down, but obviously he didn't have that something. So that's good news. Robotic exoskeleton getting him around the place, which, fingers crossed, will be used uh, more widely and obviously become a little bit cheaper. Uh, this next idea, I want to thank Microsoft because this this is genius. If you've been working from home or doing uh, video calls and Zoom calls with your mates or, you know, just those annoying video meetings, yeah. right? The one problem with them, I think, is that they're still... They're good and they're better. At least you get to see your mates, but it's still not real. You're looking at a small little screen and yeah, there's always a them. second delay and you can't really pick up on their body language because you can't see really what they're doing. And I've always said that this would be this would be way more crack and Microsoft are doing it, but they're going to start doing Zoom meetings, video meetings via holograms and virtual reality. So instead of sitting down at your laptop, you sit down at your desk, you'll put on your VR headset and you'll be like transported to a room. <gasps> So and everyone else like right beside them basically. there you go yeah, yeah. Like it'll be like idea. me and you sitting down and we'd be transported into this room and I could see you and I, you could see me moving my hands and you could hear and we'd be communicating via this holographic augmented reality virtual reality boardroom instead of Zoom now that, that there's obviously other issues with that because then people won't need to leave the house ever and you'll have That's these virtual bars and yeah. that movie that Bruce Willis was in called Surrogates where everyone went around but I, I just think it's a great idea because the, the horrible part about Zoom is you can't hear anyone and if someone talks it's all at the same level coming mm. out of your speaker and there's a uh, no you go uh, no, but it was now you can see someone shuffling around putting their hand up kind of going oh, actually and they're like oh you want to get into you happy yeah. days I think it's a great idea that is a good idea but like you said off the back of that it could turn into a very awkward social situation where nobody wants to meet anymore yeah because they don't have to yeah I'm sure that that won't be the case but I just think that'll be much more human if you've ever put on a VR headset they're insane they are insane I've <sighs> put one on before as well and it's it's actually quite scary because yeah. you look around to the side and up and down or whatever and like I don't know what game I was playing it was one they were trialling something out and there was water involved and I can't swim was that and the one where the shark where you were being lowered down in the fish tank and there was a shark around Actually, you underneath yes, you yes I think it was and it that. attacks the cage then You're like, ah! I just remember thinking I'm going to drown I, I, I can't swim and I felt like I was actually underwater so they are very realistic yeah, so they're trialling this out. They've got like, um, it's called Microsoft Mesh. Mm. And they're trialling it out already. They've developed it. A genius idea. And I think that'll be the next step in trapping us all inside for the rest of our lives. And then they're going to do that with uh, porn and so on. Oh, and they've, you will done, never they've, they've, they've done it already with porn. So what, you can have like virtual yeah. porn? That's been around years. Has it? Yeah. Where have you been? So you can buy one of these headsets and... My f- no, but like where they can I've feel heard stuff. My phone. <laughs> you are terrible. <laughs> no, like uh, most phones. Um, no, new but phones, where you can feel things and stuff. That, uh, like where yeah, you can get body suits. I think you can get body now. suits now. Now I think so. Yeah. Oh, lad. There's VR porn that you can put your phone into a little Oculus Rift or headset and you can look around and there's 3D virtual no, reality porn. There is. There not. is. Swear to God, yeah. Uh, and I think there is 
some suits. Like, the thing do, about, do, do you know anyone that uses that? No. Do you though? No, I don't. No. Okay, so it's not something that's like common. Uh, no, I say it'd be right. expensive. See, the problem with obviously virtual reality porn is that you need to wear a headset and you need to wear glasses. She's sitting in your room, your mom's yeah. like, what are you doing? Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Wired up there, destroying yourself watching. And you would have no idea she's caught you because no. you couldn't hear a thing, couldn't oh, see it. So you need to make sure the whole family is away for a good week before you, oh, God. <laughs> before you do that. But yeah, the pornography industry, driving innovation in technology for years. But there you go. It's got called That is called um, Microsoft Mesh. It'll be virtual reality meetings. I think that'll be a hell of a lot. Of, more personal way. Still not the same, but a much better way of doing annoying flat laptop zoom calls uh, another weird story that I came across um, people wanting to measure your brain activity right apparently you know the more you can measure your brain activity maybe people who have certain conditions rather than being underneath a MRI machine or getting hooked up to one of those EEG ECG oh, machines ECG, or whatever yeah. it is uh, a startup company called Brain Scientific has developed e-tattoos so what they'll do is they will tattoo stuff into your into the side of your head. Yeah. But in the ink are little electrodes. Oh. And they're like little tattooing little sensors into your brain that can actually measure your brain activity inside your head 24-7. That's weird. It's a little weird, all right. I yeah. don't like that idea now. It can get uh, readings from your... It can take readings of your neural signals in real time. And it's got a micro EEG device that clips behind your ear. And that can record it. So you have all these little tattoos around your head. And then it'll send it to this little machine and then you can see what's going on in your head. So, again, it's not just for random people. It's for brain scientists and people who might have uh, medical conditions and brain conditions. So they can, again, rather than just grabbing you for 10 minutes. You know, it's always the way when you go looking for something that's not there. Yeah. Go to the doctor and you're like, oh, there's a weird thing. He's like, well, I can't hear anything. Bring in your car to the mechanic. And like, oh, there was a horrible buzz off that thing. Where they could know for maybe definite or more precisely. Yeah. When and they, they could be uh, okay, observing yeah. your brain for lo- you know longer longer times rather than shorter times. So that is on the way as well. And uh, final story, we'll leave it with beer. It's always because, a good story to end it on. Uh, they have discovered, it's not really, it's, we talk about the future here, but this is going into the past. The world's oldest brewery has been found in Egypt. Oh. 5,000 years old uh, archaeologists over in Egypt a team of American and Egyptian archaeologists have uncovered what they think is the very first brewery so the place where all that was made was big scale beer and it was 3,000 BC so 3,000 years before Christ right at the the dawn of the Egyptian society and I've heard of that before there's apparently an engraving on the side of one of the pyramids uh, I can't remember what it says but the lads used to have like beers Every day, beer in the pyramids. Yeah, because they used to have beer back in the day. Beer was made before uh, written language, and it's back there. But on a industrial scale, the first brewery has been discovered over in Egypt near one of the the sites over there, and it's at uh, five thousand years old. That's going to be a tourist attraction now. Oh, uh, there'll be an Irish bar opened on that. There will. Oldest 100%. bar in the world. The oldest bar in the world here is. Isn't it the one in Athlone? Offaly? Is it or Athlone? Yeah. Is it Sean's Bar? Tiny. I was in it once, yeah. Sean's Bar. And is Sean's Bar older than the Brazen Head? The Brazen Head's the oldest one in Dublin. Sean's Bar, I think, might be older than that anyway. Uh, any other stories you see, do let us know. 87 67 That's Control-Alt-Delete. Here's a little mix sweet. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. <laughs> News tonight. Bold students down in Limerick. Did you see this? I did see this, yes. Massive street party. Three people have been arrested following a street party near the University of 
Limerick. Um, I'm sure they're not the, the same thing. I think happened in some of the universities up here in Dublin. Obviously, guards being called a lot of times, having gaff parties and house parties and the whole lot. They'd want to hurry up with the vaccine rollout. That's I all know. I'm saying because people are starting like, yeah, whatever. Especially coming into summer now, people are going to be. Uh, it's going to be hard to keep them in and away from each other. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, not surprised mm. about that. <laughs> anyway. A quick recap here for you now this evening. If you know, you know. But if you don't know, some psycho has been mani- running a fake account on Tinder of Saoirse. Is, is pretending to be Saoirse on Tinder. Is matching with people. Has been chatting with people. This has happened on and off for the last couple of months. Yeah, a couple of months now. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of ignored it to begin with. And this time around, I've got a way more messages. Uh, a lot more kind of people interacting with this fake account. And I just want to get to the bottom of it now. So I kind of want to find out who exactly is behind it. I don't know if it's a personal thing or someone that's just a little bit insane that might listen. I don't know. So what I've done is I've set up a account using a male name and photo. But it's not a real photo, by the way. We've called him Ronan with a father on the A you know, he's 31, yep. his interests are similar to what I would have been um, interested in and what is on my profile seems to be pretty accurate uh, accurate description of me, mm, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I eventually swiped away and found myself on Tinder. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, earlier uh, last week and got chatting, which is really weird. And the more I think about it, the more freaked out I am. But anyway... Uh, the conversation went like this. I, I asked what we should write for the first message and I said, hey, is this searcher from FM 104? They wrote back saying, maybe. I said, how's work? This was on Friday yeah. while I was in work. And they didn't respond till Saturday, which was weird. Sorry, was mad busy. Hope you had a good night. So what do you do then? That's what they asked me. Uh, now, I replied back yesterday. Uh, you're being very secretive there. I work in IT support. It's grand because I'm working from home at the moment. How's your lockdown been? Now, they responded last night after the show saying, it's been a bit hard just living on my own with my cat, if you know what I mean. Winky face. And you haven't responded back? I haven't responded back to that one. Okay. Uh, any suggestions on what Sir should say back to Psycho Person? Let us know. 87 That's the WhatsApp. You can get us for free tonight. Um, here's an interesting message. Right. Use someone's number or get a fake phone, exchange numbers. Then if this... What? Oh, so if this Sersha gives you his number, dial prefix. To get into their voicemail. Then press five and get an... Oh, yeah. Is that not phone hacking? In, is, in that a way? Phone, is that phone hacking? I'm Ooh. sure it is. Yeah, maybe I can't do that. Uh, or exchange email. Get him to email you, then check his IP address. Oh, I like this now. We're getting technical. Are you allowed to do this? We are allowed to check someone's IP address, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, an email an email isn't a bad one try try get him off the app where he's protected I keep saying he maybe it's a she it's definitely a he I just know it's a he why would this be a girl let's be, girls let's be honest girls are crazy girls are crazy but I just don't understand I know not if, if it was a girl I do feel they would have gone very much into the a bit intense intense and try humiliate as opposed to having like conversation like yeah. this um, Andrew, good evening. Andrew said, did you not just give it away by saying it on air? See, here's the thing. We, we mentioned this before yeah. a couple of times on air when it happened and the the profile went away. So I'm, I'm sure they do, which is which is more interesting. The account is still there, isn't it? The account is still there and yeah, they're not so. bombarding me with messages. Like They're writing as if they're kind of a little bit lackadaisy about mm. this. It's, it's really strange. 
0876797104. Now, at the end of the day, what I want to achieve is to actually meet the person. And I know you don't think I should, but I do want 100% no. No, no, no. I do want to meet the person. No, you do I'm not want to meet the person. So eager to You'll see put them in jail. It. Put them in jail. I know it's not illegal, but no. I just want to know who it is. Right, okay. So the last message that they sent to you was what? The the last message was it's been a bit hard just living on my own with my cat, if you know what I mean. Winky face. So they're getting a little bit flirty, are they? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's weird. Yeah. What are you going to reply back? So what's, what should Saoirse reply back to the psycho who's managing using her fake account on Tinder? 0876791. Now, I think it's a good idea to kind of maybe uh, address that and say, can imagine it would be quite lonely, all right? But then maybe ask why they're on Tinder. Oh, that's... Yeah. As in, like, what are you doing on Tinder? What, what are, you are you looking, looking for? for? Are you here for yeah. a fling? Or do you want love? Or do you want babies? Yeah. Do you want like, to settle down and pump out a few kids, start a family? Yeah. So I think if I said something like, can imagine it'd be quite lonely, all right. And then, so what are you doing on Tinder anyway? Question mark. Is that a good one? Or is that too invasive? Uh, maybe not. What are you doing? What are you looking for on Tinder? Yeah, maybe. So what did you say there at the first you were going to say? I said, can imagine it'd be quite lonely, all right. Say that. Yeah. Say, can imagine it would be quite lonely, all right. And then yeah. what are you looking for on Tinder? What are you looking for on Tinder? Okay. And then we'll work on getting some email addresses or other things. Phone numbers. You can exchange a phone number. Do, Let's I, take I'm, this back to my WhatsApp. I'm threading carefully because I just don't want... I don't want them to shut down the account. Because mm. I want to find out who this is. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't want to be too... Like, I know you're talking about the email address. It's a good idea. But when to bring that up when the conversation's quite casual, as it is? Yeah. I don't know. I'll try this one anyway, Okay, I'm going to So what are you saying? What are you saying? So, can imagine it'd be quite lonely, all right? And then I'm going to send that... And then I'm going to send a separate message because they have they have done theirs that way as well. Uh, so I can imagine it'll be quite lonely, all right. Um, and then I'm going to say, "What are you looking for on Tinder?" Or will I right. say, "What exactly?" Uh, maybe not exactly. Just what are you looking for are on Tinder? You? Maybe I'll say, "By the way, looking for on Tinder." By the way, just to keep it a little bit casual. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sent. Okay. I don't know why they take so long to respond. Like, that's the weird part as well. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway. Okay. We'll see. I'll check it before the show. Right, okay. Listen, um, if we get any response back, we will let you know. But there you go. One step close. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ask him where he lives and does he fancy going for a coffee? Mm. Yeah, like, I don't know. Mm, I don't, I don't, you should definitely not meet the cycle. Don't meet the no, cycle. No, I do want to meet, I do want to meet, but I don't know if it's going to be in my 5K. Do you know what I mean? Like, if this person writes back saying, oh, I live in wherever. Psycho land. Because I haven't told anyone yeah. where I live. So, like, it's not like someone listening is going to know where I live. Yeah, yeah. So. Sure, look, we'll let you know the message has been sent. Yeah. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want a quick reminder again. Tomorrow is... Tomorrow is shock jocks. It is indeed. So How does it fly around so quick? Oh, it's great. Absolutely love it. Listen, it's a free takeaway for you. You just have to come on and uh, win our head-to-head quiz. Ten questions. Every question you get wrong, though, one of us gets electrocuted. We have a shock collar here in studio, a very cruel device for an animal, but we're not putting it on a dog. We're putting it no. wrapped around our own neck. So every question you get wrong, we get the head blown off us. So if you do want to play, it'll be tomorrow night around half nine, twenty to ten. Get your messages in early and we will... Uh, do our best to get you on but shock jocks tomorrow night if you want to electrocute us live on the air you can do so and the bonus of winning yourself a uh, a takeaway uh, we've just replied back to Saoirse's stalker person who is managing a fake account on Tinder of her so if you are a gent by the way and you're on Tinder and you're single and you're looking for love because you don't want to die alone keep an eye out for Saoirse on Tinder it's not her it's a fake account that has popped up yet again um, but do try and match with her and message her or him whoever's running it um, see if we can get some info out of it we've laid a little trap ourselves they have matched with Saoirse's fake man profile Ronan and uh, we've been talking a little bit back and forth with the cycle someone said uh, okay telling you that you live alone with your cat is not flirty it's full on I know what you did last summer has to be an ex-boyfriend I would I would be terrified to think that this could be an ex-boyfriend I really 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 in my heart don't think any of them would be arsed doing it at this stage I don't think so no 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 no, I mean, they've had their moments, but I think they've all moved on now. Okay, so the last message you sent back to them, the last, him or her, them. Yeah, the last message was, can imagine it, it'd be quite lonely, all right. What are you looking for on Tinder, by the way? That's what you said to the psycho person. That's what I said to the psycho person. Dun, 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 and no response? No response, no. I don't really know how this works. So you get two blue ticks and it says sent, but I don't, you know, it, it doesn't have seen. So I don't know if if it's been seen. Is what I'm trying to say. So I don't really know how Tinder chat works, but sure, right. look, there's no update anyway. Okay, okay. We'll keep you updated if there's a message back before the end of the show within the next 23 minutes. We will let you know. Uh, and any other thoughts, advice, things, you th- if it's happened to you or just things things you think you should do with this. Maybe you should just delete your own fake Tinder and report them and never engage with them and that's the end of Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. On the way next, um, obviously there's been a lot of talk. The cases are moving in the right direction. Thankfully, maybe we'll be open sooner rather than later. There's uh, Johnson and Johnson's vaccine looks like it'll be reviewed. Fingers crossed, approved uh, next week or in the next seven days. Anyway, but what role could cannabis have in pre- helping you? Uh, 
preventing you from getting COVID and also treating the illness itself and stopping you from getting very, very unwell. Researchers over in Canada have been looking into cannabis, what impact it might have, uh, certain strains might have on the coronavirus. We'll be chatting to one of those researchers next here on F1. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Hope you're well. Now, I know you've had enough talk of COVID constantly for the last while, but how could cannabis play a role in one, preventing you from getting COVID, maybe preventing you from getting sick uh, and other interesting things now? So we came across an article during the week of a, a research paper that where people were looking into the impact that certain strains of cannabis and something within cannabis might have on the disease. Very exciting news, I think you'll agree. But anyway, joining us now from the University of Lethbridge is Professor uh, Igor Kovalchuk. Did we get that right, sir? That's right, yeah. How are you? Good, good. Thanks a million for popping on. Yeah, thanks so much for taking our call. Um, this is obviously really interesting uh, research that has come out, but what can you what can you tell us that you found? Right, so uh, first of all, uh, just to explain that this wasn't research that was spontaneous and short because COVID started. We have worked on cannabis for the past five years and uh, we have generated uh, well over 1,500 hybrids uh, of hemp, marijuana, you name it. And then we just started analyzing the effect of full flower extracts from those hybrids and um, analyzed to date around 500 of them. So before COVID started, we already had a pre-selected several dozen, so let's say about 40 varieties uh, with strong anti-inflammatory properties. And because the uh, virus infection causes inflammation, so therefore we hypothesized that these varieties would, would help, right? And so we, we tested uh, their capacity to reduce inflammation, and we indeed found several strains, uh, five or six, uh, with very strong uh, properties against key inflammatory molecules in this disease, uh, so TNF and interleukins. Therefore, we believe that these strains would uh, significantly reduce the symptoms and likely prevent uh, side effects and development more uh, severe problems with lungs. And, and then we also uh, hypothesized, well, uh, let's check how the virus enters uh, into the cell. And um, viruses are very specific pathogens. So they infect specific type of cells depending on uh, surface of the uh, cell, so so-called receptor. So if the virus cannot interact with the receptor, it cannot infect that cell. Right? So that means that the level of expression of this receptor uh, identifies how infectable this cell is. So i give you an example. So imagine you have a, a, a club that uh, people want to enter, and there are uh, 100 doors to this club, and there is 10,000 people out, outside. And then they start entering at a time. So they are given one minute. So in one minute, let's say 900 people enter, 100 will be let's say, <laughs> eliminated by zombies, right? So <laughs> I'm, I'm just simplifying it. But imagine you close 90% of the doors. Mm. That means that likely 900 out of 1,000 will be remain outdoor and be eaten. And that's what works with viruses in our immune system. If the virus cannot quickly uh, enter a cell, it is dead. It will be targeted by immune system. So what do we show that our strains, several of them, significantly reduce the expression of so-called gateway ACE2 receptor. So they are basically shutting the doors to the virus. And that's why we hypothesize that using the uh, extracts from those strains uh, would prevent being infected, or if you are infected, would prevent developing uh, symptoms because when the virus enters the cell, it replicates, then gets out and has to infect other cells. 
only if many cells simultaneously are infected, you will get symptoms, hmm. right? So, and if you can prevent this, first, it may prevent getting infected and prevent making uh, or uh, showing symptoms. Cool. So I know this is going to be a much easier sell for a lot of people than a vaccine if you tell them, hey, just go roll a joint and you'll be absolutely fine. But I presume you're not talking about smoking it and, and, and smoking regular cannabis. That's not we're just supposed to clarify. Like, how would you imagine this being administered in the future? Right. Actually, it's an excellent question. Uh, let's put it this way. We do not know whether smoking a joint would have the same effect or not. We assume that there will be effect, especially if the joint is based on the strains that we have tested, right? So remember, we started with 500, narrowed mm-hmm. them down to 40. And out of this 40, we took best 15 or so. And out of them, only seven or eight had strong potential, right? So that means not any uh, regular cannabis would, would do the job. So you need a specific strain. But uh, you're right. So I believe that medicinal approach to it would be administration either topical or systemic. Topical would be, uh, let's say, mouthwash and nasal spray. That's an easiest protection. Mouthwash and gurgle. What it does, it basically covers all your immune organs in your throat with, uh, with protecting extract and washes away any residual uh, or possible viral particles. Right. You can also use an inhaler or nebulizer, right? So uh, if it will protect your lungs as well. Gel caps and oil will protect your intestine. And for systemic approach, you can also use a dermal patch, um, even suppository. So imagine if uh, there are more severe patients that are intubated. You only can administer systemic, systemic eyes intravenously. Or you can use a patch or suppositorium. So it, I believe it will work as great. And then just, just on that as well, I know some people are going to notice, let's say they did have your strain that seems to be effective. Would smoking it confer any benefit? Again, we did not study that, but I believe it will, right? So uh, why? Because it provides you a very quick uh, intake and it covers large area of your lungs. So... Um, because a nebulizer uh, and inhaler may be more difficult to get your hands on, right? So, mm. and especially uh, that most of them are pre-packed sort of with specific strains. So smoking, I believe, would have certain uh, certain positive effect as well. And have you noticed that it's better for a younger person? Like they're more accepting of it, their bodies are kind of stronger maybe, or, you know, have you tried this on older people who might be more likely to to get sick and die from this? Right. It's a great question. Well, first of all, just not to mislead anyone, we have not done studies on live human subjects. Let's put it this way. We've, uh, the study was based on human cells and human tissues. So basically, there are companies that are able to use donor cells mm. and they can create engineered 3D tissues. So they just layer cells exactly how they, they are in your oral cavity, in your lungs and, and, and whatnot. Right now in the U.S., we're going through the uh, clinical study where we're studying the effect of the mouthwash and gurgle uh, with our strain. Uh, I do not have the results of the study yet. Uh, it's almost done, but we did not uncover uh, placebo versus the treatment yet. So uh, I cannot report to you whether there is a difference, uh, age-dependent difference or not. But in general, you know that ACE2, uh, the COVID-19 is more severe in older uh, population. So uh, there are many factors. Uh, one of them is probably different expression of the receptors. 
a stronger, more versatile immune system, healthier cells, and, and so on and so forth. If uh, you've just tuned in, we're chatting to uh, Professor Igor Kovalchuk, who's working with different strains of cannabis to see how they might impact and prevent you from getting a coronavirus and could prevent you from getting sick as well. Very, very exciting. Um, like, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, I don't know who would have the, the ownership or the IP on this particular strain. Like, if this wound up working, is this your strain and could you sell this all over the world and are you going to become a billionaire off the back of this? <laughs> so this, this strain Trains belong to uh, uh, these trains belong to two companies, uh, Paso RX and Swish. Yes, I uh, probably should have dis- put a disclaimer in the beginning. I am partial owner in both companies as well. And uh, these trains, uh, the thing is, I could start selling it right away. But in order to make any claims, you have to do either clinical study or clinical trial. A clinical study is a study that allows you to put claims and sell this product as a natural product or over-the-counter, mm-hmm. versus clinical trial is a way that uh, allows you to register this as a drug, right? It's, it's brilliant. I just think it, the potential here now, obviously, marijuana and cannabis is still illegal in this country. So if you're listening, don't do drugs. You will get pregnant and you will die. All right. But if any of our government officials uh, are listening, there now seems to be uh, just another approach. As I said, we've gone mad for various different vaccinations. But oh God, the cell, if you turned around to someone and we we're able to sell, if you you know smoke this joint, you're going to confer some level of protection and potential um, prevention of, of getting COVID. So it is really huge. Was there any potential negative side effects that you've encountered while looking at it? Again, a very interesting question. So if you look at all cannabis that we have studied, and uh, we've done studies on inflammation, on cancer, on skin diseases, uh, on skin rejuvenation, oral health, intestinal health, like massive. And we always find cultivars that do opposite from what we want. So that means like if we study the effect on intestine, uh, certain strains would show negative effects, yeah. certain would show positive effects. So all in all, we always find strains that are very good for specific conditions. Right. So, again, cannabis is not generic. And if you really want to use it for medicinal purposes, if you have chronic ailment, you have to know what you're doing. So either you get the strain that was uh, shown uh, uh, scientifically to work or um, if you legally allowed, you should experiment. A lot of patients do experiment. They just buy different strains, different oils until they get one that works uh, for them. Unfortunately, without Uh, clear medicinal uh, studies for each condition out there. That's the only way, uh, trial and error. And is there anything else interesting that you found in your in your study? Uh, yeah, so uh, we're now preparing for publication, but we found that among strains that would have nearly identical cannabinoid profile, uh, the strains with certain unique pattern of terpenes would be much, much more efficient. Uh, in fact, there are cases where Restrained with the strains with the same cannabinoid profile, one is completely inactive and one is active through the roof, right? So uh, that basically sticks about the so-called entourage effect, where there are modulating effects of minor cannabinoids and terpenes on certain medicinal properties. And that's why cannabis is not generic. Yeah, so as I said, it's not just one size fits all. There's, there's huge different variants within it. And again, if you're going to venture down that alley, one, don't, because it's illegal over here. But who knows in the future, if we ever start waking up to the potential benefits that uh, CBD oils and various different strains of cannabis confer, because you've been doing a lot of research as well, maybe just briefly chatting about its impact on cannabis 
cannabis and other diseases? Like what, what benefits are you seeing or have you seen before with cannabis and cancers and different diseases? You'd be surprised how many and how enormous they are. So uh, on cancer alone, we have uh, studied um, over two dozens of uh, different cancers from intestine, colon to brain cancer, let's say. And as I said, we always identify strains that are extremely potent and sometimes uh, rival the blockbuster drugs out there. Um, unfortunately, the way the, the uh, registration for drugs work, it would be five to 10 years before uh, any cannabis-based drug is approved for primary cancer treatment. Therefore, on cancer, we focus on the secondary approach, right? So uh, that is a support therapy, right? So that enhance uh, the chemotherapy effect, that reduces side effects, right? So because it allows patients to eat better, to sleep better, to have less pain. And for all of this, cannabis is very good. It's backed up by a lot of uh, literature. Right. On other, uh, we were surprised in the fact because we were uh, studying the effect on psoriasis and, and eczema. Right. So we have a patent uh, on that. And we identified uh, strains that substantially reduce the proliferative growth right, that psoriasis is associated with. But we also found strains that actually improve the collagen production, improve health of keratinocytes. And we said, wait a moment, these strains may not be good for psoriasis, but they may be good for skin rejuvenation. And so... Uh, we have, again, filed a patent and uh, talking to the companies now that work in aging and skin rejuvenation because those strains make your uh, cells of skin cells healthier. And so would it be a good idea? Obviously, we can't do it here. We don't have it here. But a good idea to incorporate this into your lifestyle, you know, taking a little bit every day to prevent maybe an illness down the line. Absolutely. So I am a big believer and promoter of daily use uh, of uh, cannabis in different forms for one specific reason that we have co-evolved co with cannabis for the past, let's say, 100,000 years. So there are documented evidences that we knew what cannabis does for as long as we sort of remember ourselves. And because of that, and in parallel with that, we have our endocannabinoid system. So basically, it's a system of the control of homeostasis. A homeostasis is basically how balanced and how healthy the body is. So whatever stimulus you get that forces any system up or down, homeostasis is supposed to bring it back. Mm. And that's exactly what endocannabinoids do. But with uh, age or chronic or acute conditions, this homeostasis system is disbalanced. And simply when you consume cannabis, it balances if your homeostasis system is balanced, phytocannabinoids will not do harm, will not influence anything. They will they just make sure that you function to the best of the capacity. Therefore, yes, daily use uh, at the lower doses, uh, uh, something like 20, 50 milligrams CBD uh, are strongly recommended. Oh, yeah. Our legal recommendation, again, is if you're listening, is you'll go to prison if you touch any of this. All right. That is the legal information. Drugs.ie. But listen, Professor, it's really, really fascinating research. Um, and then before we let you go, I just, you know, if you're looking at marketing this in the future, I just came up with two quick taglines that might be able to help, especially for the COVID approach. You know, you could go um, using cannabis for COVID. It's a joint approach, which might work. But then a slightly better one could be like you could weed COVID out of your life for good 
good and then just you know put that on the front of uh, uh, the side of a joint or on a packet or whatever it is but listen uh, Professor Igor Kovalchuk I know there's going to be a lot more research coming out over the next few years looking into the impact cannabis has on preventing you from getting sick from COVID and preventing different illnesses arising it's been an absolute pleasure I'm sure we'll talk again and thanks for popping on FM104 Absolutely I'll just use your second approach and shorten it and they will call it weed it out There we go I think so (laughs) Thank you so much Cheers Bye bye You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.